Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Jack Benny program. sold American. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco, so round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. LSMFT. LSMFT. L-S-M-F-T. Why, sure. Of course. Right you are. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. Folks, you want quality in everything you buy. And, of course, in your cigarette. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And that's quality where quality counts. Right in the tobacco itself. So remember, the next time you buy cigarettes, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So round, so firm, so fully packed. So free and easy on the draw. The Lucky Strike Program, starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, and yours truly, Don Wilson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, if you have nothing else to do, let's go to Jack Benny's house in Beverly Hills. My work is never done. I'm kept on the run. Sunday, Monday, and always... Rochester. I have to clean the house. Am I a man or a mouse? (laughs) Sunday, Monday, or always... Rochester. Rochester. Stop singing and start shaving me, will you? Come on, I'll give me a shave. Okay, boss. Wait a minute, you sure you've got everything ready? Yes, sir, it's all here. Hot water, towel, brush, shaving soap, razor, and smelling salts. <laughs> smelling salts? Yeah, I can't stand the sight of blood. <laughs> well, shut your eyes and start shaving me. I mean, hurry up, I've got a date. Okay. Wait till I get the cap off this new tube of shaving cream. New tube? What happened to the old tube? There ought to be one more shave in it. But, boss, you've been saying that since last March. (laughs) What? Now, I didn't mind when you made me run it through the ringer. Now, look. Look, Roger. (laughs) And I didn't mind when you asked Mr. Wilson to sit on it. (laughs) Look. Roger. Now, but when you made me take it down to the Union Station and lay it on the railroad track, that was going too far. Well, all right, Roger. If you say it's empty, I'll take your word for it. Go ahead. You can open up that new tube. Okay. Do you want me to christen it with a bottle of champagne? No. Now, go ahead and lather my face. Yes, sir. Mmm, look at that soap foam. Are you still under there, boss? <laughs> Yes, be careful with our razor. Okay, now let's see. Two ears, one nose, one chin. Two ears, one nose, one chin. Rochester, what are you writing that down for? After I finish shaving you, I call the roll. <laughs> what? 
And if there's anything missing, just call me Shady. Now, stop being funny. I told you I've got a date. I'm taking Miss Livingston to see Dunninger at the Shrine Auditorium. Dunninger? Yes, you know, the mind reader. So please get started with the shave. Yes, sir. There's the door. Come in. Remember me? I'm Herman Peabody, the insurance salesman. Oh, yes. Yes, come on in, Herman. Sit down, Mr. Peabody. You're next. <laughs> yes, you'll find some magazines on that couch. Sit down. Oh, I didn't come for a shave. Oh. I came over to tell you that while going through our files, we found a policy you took out when you was 22 years old. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, what about it? Well, it's been gathering dividends all these years, and the money's lousing up our office. <laughs> well, I'll come over in the morning and pick it up. Thank you. Well, I gotta go home now, Mr. Benny. My wife's waiting for me. Oh, well, goodbye, Herman. We've been married 12 years today, and I'm celebrating my iron anniversary. Your, your iron anniversary? Yeah, you gotta be made out of iron to be married to my wife for 12 years. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I wish she let me rust in peace. <laughs> hey! You little ad-living fool, that's good. Huh? So long, Irvin. Bye. I like to meet his wife sometime. Rochester, be careful with that razor. Yes, sir. Now, lean way back and lift your chin up. I want to get your neck nice and smooth. Okay. Rochester, what did you stop for? I was just wondering, boss. Do you think this would be a good time to ask you for a raise? <laughs> no, it wouldn't. And wipe the soap off my face. Answer the phone, Rochester. Yes, sir. <laughs> Rochester. Hello, Rochester. Look, I want to speak to Mr. Benny. Just a minute, Mr. Harris. It's for you, boss. Okay, while I'm talking on the phone, get my shirt and things ready. Hello? Hello, Jackson. This is Phil. What do you want, Phil? Well, I got a problem. My arranger hired another harp player for my band. Now, I don't mind class, but what am I going to do with two harpists? Two harpists? You never had a harpist before. Are you crazy? Who do you think that guy is that's there every week running his fingers up and down them strings? That's the piano tuner. He works for NBC. Oh. <laughs> oh. While you're talking about your orchestra, Phil, why don't you move your drums back a little? They're too loud. Well, don't worry about that, Jackson. I gave my drummer the air. I don't like the way he votes. Well, that's awful to fire a man because of his political beliefs. Well, I don't think so. Last week, Downbeat Magazine took a poll and he voted me, the band leader, most likely to become a bum. <laughs> well, Phil, you can't blame one guy for a landslide. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I gotta hang up and I have to meet Mary. I'm taking her to see Dunninger. Dunninger? The FBI shot him long ago. That's Dillinger! <laughs> This is Dunninger, the mind reader. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh. Anyway, Phil, I'll see you later. Okay, so long, Jackson. Yeah. Here you think, boss. Thanks. Uh, let me help you. Rochester, I can dress myself. While I'm gone, see that... Oh, darn it. Look what I did, Rochester. I pulled a button off. That's all right, boss. You can wear your other shoes. <laughs> I don't like my other shoes. Well, if you ain't gonna wear them, you ought to nail the ice skates back on. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
that when I get to New York. Well, so long, Rochester. If Miss Livingston calls, tell her I'm on my way. <laughs> Gee, it's nice out. I'm glad I got my boots on. <laughs> if I didn't walk over to Mary's house now and then, I wouldn't get any exercise at all. Yada dee da dum da dee da dum da dee da dee da da dum. Hello, Mr. Benny. Hello. Da 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 dum da dum. Gee, she turned around. Oh well, that's the price of being a celebrity. Yada dee da dum da dee da dum. How do you do, Mr. Benny? Hello. Yada dee da dum. What do you know? She turned around too. I'm sorry, Mr. Benny. I really didn't mean to stare. Oh, that's all right. Quite all right. I'm used to it. I. I wonder what it is that makes girls turn around and look at me. Your garter is dragging. <laughs> oh. oh, 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 would you mind turning around, please? I'm going anyway. Goodbye, Mr. Benny. <laughs> Darn it, this garter always... <laughs> Hello, little dog. Come here. Come here, little doggy. Wait a minute, let go of my garter. Come back here. Come back here. Come... Better fix this garter before somebody... Whoops! Madam, that boy of yours isn't funny. <laughs> For heaven's sake. Junior, put away your boom bean shooter and come on. Boom shooter. Boom. Bean shooter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, hello, Amos. Hello, Miss Benny. Hello, Andy. Hi, Mr. Benny. <laughs> oh, Miss Benny, I hope you don't forget that you're going to be on our program next Friday. Yes, uh, we are counting on you. Oh, I won't forget. See you Friday night. See, Andy, he's supposed to be a big comedian. He ain't said nothing funny. Well... <laughs> Just like I told you, Amos, he ain't nothing without Rochester. Uh, were you were you boys talking to me? No, no. No, we didn't say nothing. Goodbye. Goodbye. Gosh, imagine. Amos and Andy have been on the air for 12 years as comedians. They didn't say anything funny. <laughs> oh, well, it'll be fun being on their show. Right. I'm going to take Rochester with me. Oh, hello, Jack. Oh, hello, Don. What are you doing here in front of the drugstore? Oh, just going in for a Coke. Good. I'll join you. Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Don, look at the size of that sound truck. Tuesday is election day, so don't forget to go to the polls and vote for the man of your choice. Remember, go to the polls and vote. Gosh, there's always so much excitement during elections. People are sure steamed up. Yeah. Hey, Don, look, here comes a car all covered with Roosevelt stickers. Yeah, and here comes another car with Dewey stickers. Yeah. <laughs> Some people take it too seriously. <laughs> Come on, Don. Let's uh, let's go in and have a coke. Okay. Come on, Jack. We'll sit at the counter. Oh, wait a minute. I want to get this month's American magazine. There's a story in it about me. Here's one. Story about you, huh, Jack? Yeah. I wonder where it is. 
Ought to be near the front here, someplace. Oh, look, Jack, look. My story? No, a full-page Lucky Strike ad. But, Don, I want to find my Just story. Just look at that ad, Jack. Look at the golden color of that tobacco. I see, I see, but I want to find look my Look at that tobacco. No wonder with men who know tobacco best, it's Lucky's two to one. Don, stop quoting the odds and let me find my story. <laughs> here it is. Here's the story. Say, I got to take this over and show it to Mary. That'll be 25 cents for the magazine. Oh, well, I'll bring Mary over here. <laughs> Mary got a new maid yesterday. I hope she'll be ready when I call. Come on, Don, let's have our coats, will you? You know it just when I have a date. What's his name? It's, uh, oh, gee, I forgot. Uh, what does he look like? Well, he's tall and handsome. I wonder who that can be. Uh, he's got broad shoulders. Well. And his garter's dragging. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sake, I wonder what Jack's doing here so early. Tall, broad shoulders, handsome. Where did that come from? Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Livingston. I went to the movies last night, and I was still thinking about my favorite movie actor. Who's that? Peter Laurie. <laughs> oh, well, I guess it's all the way you look at it. Now, Pauline, I wish you'd help me with my hair, please. Yes, ma'am. Gee, Miss Livingston, you have such pretty curls. Well, thank you. Gee, I wish I had curls like that, but every time I make curls, something happens to them, especially when I have a date. Like last week, I had a date, and my curls came out, but the week before, I didn't have a date, and the curls came out anyway, so it really doesn't make any difference, <laughs> does it? <laughs> no, I guess not. Hey, Mary! How about it? Aren't you ready yet? I'll be out in a minute, Jack. A minute, a minute. What am I supposed to do while I'm waiting? Well, for one thing, you can fix your garter. Huh? Oh, darn, it's dragging again. Must have happened when I skipped across the street. <laughs> Mary, you turned that corner too sharp. Jack, this is my car, and I know how to drive it. Well, take it easy. Watch out for that man. Put your foot on the brake. Slow down. You're getting too close. <laughs> oh, 
Watch out. Oh, for heaven's sake, Jack, stop being so nervous. I'm not nervous. Then get back inside the car. <laughs> All right, but take it easy. I don't want to miss Dunninger. Neither do I. I always listen to him on his Kim Tone program. Hey, Mary, here we are at the Trine Auditorium. <laughs> The phone number that you are thinking about is Beachview 21749. Is that correct, sir? Yes, Mr. Dunninger. Gosh, Jack, he's wonderful. He's read everybody's mind correctly so far. Yeah, but it must be some sort of a trick. Yeah, I remember when I was in vaudeville, once I went out with a lady mind reader, it was all a phony. Uh, you mean she didn't read your mind? Of course not. Twice she slapped my face for the wrong reason. <laughs> and then once... When... Quiet, Jack, quiet. I get a thought from a lady in the third row, the left aisle seat. Her name is Mrs... Mrs. Nussbaum. No. <laughs> Madam, your full name is Mrs. Beverly W. Nussbaum. That's right, Mrs. Beverly Wilshire Nussbaum. <laughs> Beverly Wilshire Nussbaum? Junior. <laughs> That's my full name. Mrs. Nussbaum, the problem on your mind is a serious one. You're married, and yet you're in love with another man. Am I correct so far? You are intriguing me. <laughs> Continue, please. Well, <laughs> I must advise you that the man you're in love with is not for you. You haven't a chance. I haven't? No. Charles Boye is already married. <laughs> now he tells me. So what are you advising I should do, Mr. Doninger? I'll go back... <laughs> Go back to your husband and uh, forget Charles Boyer. Forgetting him, I can't. When Charles Boyer is saying, come with me. <laughs> come with me. Come with me to the Casbah. I am arriving there ten minutes ahead of him. <laughs> him making love to Ingrid Bergman, I said to myself, if Boyer can be so wonderful with gaslight, imagine when he starts cooking with electricity. <laughs> what a man. Well, Mrs. Nussbaum, I advise you to forget about Boyer. Uh-huh. Maybe you could arrange for me Van Johnson? <laughs> for him, I could go in. No, madam, my advice is for you to go back home to your husband. For this kind of advice, I'm paying money. <laughs> Boy, eh, Van I see Mary, he didn't help her. And now I have thought waves coming to me from a man of the fourth row. 
I get the name of uh, Bennett or Benny, Jack Benny. Jack, that's you. Stand up. Oh, I don't want everybody to look at me. <laughs> uh, Mr. Benny, please concentrate. Stand up. Yes, Mr. Dillinger. Or Dunninger. <laughs> Aren't that Phil Harris? <laughs> uh, Mr. Benny, a thought comes to me that two weeks ago you lost a dollar bill. A dollar bill? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, I did. And uh, the... The serial number on that uh, dollar bill was K-155-134. Uh, wait a minute, I don't seem to get the last three numbers. 518. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's what it was. Uh, how did you know? What do you think he reads at night? <laughs> Mary, quiet. Now, Mr. Benny, you have another problem. Uh, you have a radio program, and you're looking for a singer. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And I've looked everywhere. Well, Mr. Benny, I don't predict, but I do think I can help you out. Really? Well, uh, let me concentrate. I see I uh, see a gas station. It's on the corner of 3rd and uh, La C-I-E-N-E-G-A. 3rd and La Cienega. Uh, if you go to that gas station, you'll find there's a young man waiting there to fill your tank is a young gentleman with red hair. I get the name of uh, Stevens, Larry Stevens. Larry Stevens? Yes, the boy never sung professionally. He has been working in that gas station for several months since he was honorably discharged from the Army Air Force. Gee. He is uh, 21 years old, weighs 165 pounds, and is a graduate of Fairfax High School in Hollywood. Larry Stevens, eh? He has a very nice voice and sings all the time, even when he's working. He does? Yes. And now, Mr. Benny, the thought is fading away. And that's about all I can tell you. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Dunninger. Oh, Mr. Benny, uh, one thing more. Yes, sir? Your garter is dragging. <laughs> thank you. Mary, please, I'll fix it myself. <laughs> Mary, why are you turning here? This isn't the way home. I'm going to 3rd and La Cienega to that gas station. Oh, Mary, are you falling for that stuff? How does Dunninger know? Well, what have we got to lose? Anywhere, there's a gas station he was talking about, and I'm driving in. Oh, all right. This is so silly. Jack, look. Here comes the attendant, and just like Dunninger said, he's got red hair. Yeah. Oh, it's just a coincidence, that's all. Yes, ma'am? Uh, four gallons of gas, please. Yes, ma'am. Got red hair. So what? Dunninger. Sings while he works. Listen to that. Some voice. That's the gasoline pump. <laughs> anyway, you fall for anything. As soon as he puts the gas in, let's get out of here. For I'll him. find you in the morning sun And when the night is be looking at the moon, but I'll be seeing you. Jack, Jack, did you hear that? Yeah. Well, I guess that'll show Very you whether... quiet, quiet. Cathedral bells were tolling, and our hearts sang on. Was it the spell of hell? 
an April dawn Who knows if we shall meet again Or when the morning chimes Ring sweet again Hey, that sounds good. Should I check the oil and water? Yes, 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 check it. I'll be seeing you in all the old familiar places that this heart of mine embraces all day through. about that. Say, Mary, he's pretty good. Of course he's good. I'm going to tell him. Hey, Larry. Huh? Come here a minute, Larry. Well, how did you know my name? Oh, I know everything. <laughs> Your full name is Larry Stevens. Gee. And not only that. Oh, brother. <laughs> Quiet, Mary. You're 21 years old and you graduated from Fairfax High School. Gosh. You were in the Army Air Force and you weigh 165 pounds. 166. You had lunch. <laughs> you see, kid, I know everything. Well, gee, what, what's my mother's name? Your mother? Uh... I'm sorry, the thought seems to be fading away. <laughs> What's my name? Uh, Mary Lip... Now, cut that out. <laughs> Larry, I'd like to talk to you for a minute. My name is Jack Benny. Jack Benny? You mean Jack Benny, the radio comedian? Yes, sir. <laughs> now, look, Larry. I'm trying to find a singer. I'm trying to find a singer for my program, and from hearing you sing just now, I think you might fit in. Gee, do you, Mr. Benny? Yes, and I'd like to talk to you about it. I'll tell you what, Larry. Come over to my broadcast next Sunday, and we'll get together on a deal. How about it? Oh, boy, I'll sure be there, Mr. Benny. All right, kid, we'll be looking for you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Larry. Goodbye. 
Gee whiz. Me on the radio. Oh, boy. Wait till I tell my folks. I'll find you in the morning sun And when the night is new I'll be looking at the moon But I'll be seeing you. Jack will be back in just a minute. First, here is my good friend, Effie Boone. An obvious fact. It takes fine tobacco to make a fine cigarette. So remember, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Yes, first, last, and always, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. At markets now open in the South, independent tobacco experts present at the auctions can see the makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy the finer, the lighter, the naturally milder Lucky Strike tobacco. And sworn records show that among such independent tobacco experts, auctioneers, buyers, and warehousemen, with men who know tobacco best, it's Lucky's two to one. The famous tobacco auctioneers heard on tonight's program are Mr. F.E. Boone of Lexington, Kentucky. At 44, out of 44, sold American. And Mr. L.A. Speed Riggs of Goldsboro, North Carolina. A 43, sold to the American. Basil Risedale speaking. L.S. M.F.T. L.S. M.F.T. 